Welcome to the Whole Dollar Podcast. Today I am speaking with Siobhan Calleja. Siobhan, she, her, lives in Adelaide on Kowana country. While Siobhan was practicing as a Vedic yoga and meditation teacher and studying Ayurveda and the Vedic tradition, she found prenatal mothers attending her classes were naturally drawn to stay behind after class to share their pregnancy and birthing journeys. These conversations resonated with Siobhan's own devotion to the Divine Mother and inspired her to train to become an Ayurvedic postpartum doula. Siobhan currently services families in the Adelaide Hills on a farm where new mothers can receive traditional Ayurvedic bodywork, as well as in families' homes where she provides traditional Ayurvedic nourishment and support for new mothers and their families. Siobhan has also had the honour of being of offering Ayurvedic postpartum care to her own mother as a reclamation of her own postpartum, which has been a beautifully connected experience for them both. To learn more about Siobhan's work, you can follow her via the links below. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the Whole Doula Podcast. The Whole Doula Podcast is a conversation space for doulas and birth workers to talk about the diverse paths that led them to birth work, as well as the diverse and unique skills, interests and offerings they bring to their birth keeping roles. Here I dive into conversations with others who may be wondering how to bring the different aspects and experiences of their own lives into their roles as doulas in business. After all, there is more than one way to doula, and I'd love to help others see the connections between all the different parts of themselves, to see themselves as a whole doula. I am your host, Mary Giordano, doula, birth educator, counsellor, and doula business mentor, and this is the Whole Doula Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening. So thank you so much for joining me today, Siobhan, on the Whole Dollar Podcast. I'd love to hear firstly how you refer to yourself as a birth worker, if you're a doula or how, yeah, who are you in this birth working world? Um, I refer to myself as a birth worker and an Ayurvedic postpartum doula. So that really means that I support mothers from preconception through to postpartum and beyond Mm -hmm. and you're quite new in your business aren't you you've just started this year Uh, yeah so i did my training um late last year and just started my work as a doula early this year so it's been just so beautiful to see how it's flowed and where it's taken me so far Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about the journey that led you to birth work, please? Yeah, sure. Um, So I guess from as early as I can remember, I knew that I wanted to be a mother and that that's what I'm here on this earth to do and to be. Um, And there was always, always has been a very motherly nurturance that's come through my connections with others. And so before I was working as a doula and a birth worker, I was a yoga teacher while studying Ayurveda and the Vedic tradition. And I found that majority or most of my students were 
either pregnant or postpartum mothers and there would always be a few mothers that would stay behind after class and would share their stories of their pregnancy journey or of motherhood and there was just something so beautiful about hearing those stories and I really adored that time spent with them and there was a sense of wanting to offer to them the same unconditional love and nurturance that they were offering to their babies and to their families. And so I think around that time I came across the term postpartum doula. I think I just came across it online and a little bit of research led me to find a training with my teacher Danny from Soma Shakti. And I went along to the training and that I really that's okay. That really started this journey as a birth worker and it's all unfolded quite organically from there. Since doing the training with Soma Shakti. Yeah. 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 I'll just make a note of that. Yeah. Um beautiful. Thank you. So you're not a mother yourself at this point, is that right? No. Yeah, that's right. And, and you mentioned in your form that you are a maiden and a younger woman uh, in your early yeah. 20s. So um, had you, you weren't familiar with the term doula before, before you sort of discovered this pull or yearning to support these mothers that you were incidentally yeah. finding staying behind class? Yeah, when I'd not, not heard of the term doula or anything about postpartum care. Um, but there was definitely a recurring story with mothers who were sharing their stories. There, there was quite an unsupported postpartum or births where there were unwanted interventions. Um, so coming across the term doula and postpartum doula was sort of a almost this recognition of what was missing and yeah, something that I really felt straight away was something I wanted to provide and be a part of. Mm -hmm. And so what did your, um, I'm not sure actually what Soma Shakti's training is, is it a like a several months long journey or is it a few like in-person meetups? I know that they do occasionally like retreat type um, yeah. teachings, but I'm not really sure what the format is. So you did postpartum training or Ayurvedic uh, doula training with them. Yeah. And what did that yeah. look like? Um, it was very beautiful. It was a few a few days of an intensive training over in the Northern Rivers in New South Wales. And we were just deeply immersed in our own Ayurvedic practice whilst learning the ways of the Ayurvedic postpartum doula. So majority of the training was around the practical application of Ayurvedic treatments in postpartum. Um, there was a big focus on learning about Vata Dosha, which is this energy in Ayurveda denoted by air and space. And mothers, after they give birth, they experience a very strong imbalance of Vata Dosha because the womb space that held their baby and all these beautiful warm fluids suddenly finds itself empty and filled instead with space and air. So there was a big focus on tending to 
the pacifying of Bata Doshan doing this particular meals cooked and given to mother at certain times in postpartum and specific treatments and nourishing her agni, her digestive fire. So it was just very beautiful. It's definitely a time I think that I'll hold on to for the rest of my life. Mm, it sounds very nourishing, even for you as a practitioner, mm-hmm. learning um, in that sort of immersive way. Yeah. Um, and so then you went home and you started to promote your new offerings and you have been yeah. serving clients this year, is that right? Yes, so very quickly when I got home, I, I wanted to, I didn't have a plan of how things would flow or when I would start. Um, I really wanted to devote time just to integrate and to allow everything I'd learnt to land. Um, but very quickly I found myself just ready and wanting to serve mothers. And I was already doing some nannying for a very close friend and so that became postpartum care and did that for some time before taking on other clients um and it's just unfolded in a very organic way that is very sweetly let me know that this is the right path to be on at this point in my life and it's where i'm meant to be um and supporting that postpartum sacred window those first 40 days postpartum is really such a gift and such a beautiful devotional space to be in Mm, it is and it's obviously so wonderful that it's becoming more and more um understood by families the importance of taking that time to recover and integrate although of course it takes a lot longer than that um Mm yeah because a lot of you know there's of course a lot of people don't don't have any of of that support and it's it's really interesting to see the experiences of women who are holistically held throughout that window and how that actually impacts their motherhood going on long term um yeah so i was going to ask you um you said you also i think in your notes you've mentioned that you have been offering your mum some treatments is that right Can you tell can you tell the list, tell us about that and, and how that came about and what that means and what you've been doing for her? Yeah, so my mother um her last birth was eighteen years ago. Um and of course as a postpartum doula you come to understand that postpartum goes beyond those first forty days, it's for life. And when my mother shared her three birthing stories with me and her postpartum there was really that i could really hear that absence of the care that she needed and deserved um and so when i was just starting out with this work i offered um to her that if she ever wanted to receive care to almost reclaim that early postpartum time I would be so willing and happy to and there's a beautiful um, property where I offer treatments to mothers whose babies are a little older where 
they can leave them with someone else for some time. Um, I have mothers come into the space once a week to receive Ayurvedic treatments and so my mother came along um, one week and I offered to her a Abhyanga which is an Ayurvedic oil massage to pacify Vata Dasha and Basti, which is a beautiful treatment where a dough encasement is placed over the womb and filled with warm sesame oil and left to sit for time to nourish the muscles of the womb space. And it was just such a potent and beautiful experience. We began just allowing space for her to share her birthing stories and as a daughter to hear your own mother's birthing stories. There's something very profound in that that I, I don't really think words can be put to. Um, and then we came to the treatments and I sung to her a beautiful mantra called the Devi Mantra and offered the treatments to her and whilst offering it was just complete stillness and silence from both of us and I found myself quite emotional feeling as though I were tending not only to my mother but the Divine Mother herself and to hold hands to the womb space that held myself and my siblings was so profound and so special and really brought us much closer together as mother and daughter. It's something I really wish all mothers could receive and all daughters could experience. Mm. And there we've repeated that process a few times. Um, every couple of months, um, just to come back to what she missed in early postpartum and what was needed. And I think it's so beautiful that um, mothers who did miss out on that early postpartum care or who perhaps didn't have the education at the time of what is actually available um, that they can receive that years and decades after giving birth. Um, that understanding of postpartum being for life is really quite special and I think offers a lot of healing to mm -hmm. mothers, mm. certainly for my own mother. And validity mm. as well of an experience yeah. that probably wasn't validated. It's Absolutely. a beautiful story and, um, yeah, so special just to try and imagine what that would be like for you to have mm. the opportunity to nurture your mother in that way. And as you said, healing so much that came before, but also healing yourself. It's your own lineage and what comes yeah. after you. It's very, very powerful. And it's beautiful that you've continued to treat her. So it's not obviously a one-off treatment. Um, no. It's ongoing work. And is the objective, I'm curious, is the objective always the same in the treatments in, in or does it sort of change over time as perhaps healing takes place? Yeah, definitely in terms of early postpartum in those first 40 days, there's 
different intentions and objectives dependent on where the mother is within her postpartum journey. Um, in terms of mothers who, uh, who gave, gave birth years or decades ago, um, the intention can really be anything that they are in need of healing or wishing to tend to. Mm -hmm. um, but for mothers in that early postpartum, those initial treatments are really about pacifying Vata Dosha. We need Vata Dosha to be pacified so that her breastfeeding journey can be easeful and so that she can mother from a place of sattva, which is in Ayurveda, an energy of unconditional love, of balance and harmony. It's said to be the mother's natural essence. And so treatments become a means of pacifying Vata, but also returning her to sattva. Um, and as postpartum goes on, the intention can change depending on what she's experiencing, whether there's any issues with breastfeeding or mastitis um, or digestive issues. So it's very much catered to the individual woman and her experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. I was, I was thinking specifically with your mum also and, and also, was she familiar with these treatments before you offered them to her? Does she have a similar interest in, um, in Ayurvedic wellness and Vedic meditation and, mm. and health, or is it all new to her? Yeah, it was all very new to her. Um, she definitely has a respect for and reverence for Ayurveda. Um, my family lived in India when I was five years old for six months and so we were deeply immersed in the culture there and introduced to Ayurveda. So there, there is that reverence and understanding of, I guess, the beauty of the Ayurvedic practice and the tradition, um, but none of the treatments or wisdom around Ayurveda was um, something that she'd heard of before. So to share that and to be open to learning and receiving something that in a way was foreign was a very beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And and what was her, I imagine, hopefully after having treated her a few times, you've had an opportunity to receive her feedback or insights. Mm -hmm. And what has her experience been of receiving this treatment from you? Um. Each time that I do offer the treatments to her, we take some time after just to share what arose for her, what she's feeling, what she's received. Um, there's a constant theme each time of feeling that pacifying of Vata. Um, that is something that is definitely in excess for newly postpartum mothers but something that a lot of us experience excess of in our modern society with um, this busy pace that we're taught to live by and feelings of anxiety um, 
And so to hear and witness that change in her, her state of feeling is very beautiful. And she shares something which I certainly experience as well in the treatments of feeling closer to her and her feeling closer to me. Um, yeah, it's a very, very profound means of connection between mother and daughter, I feel. Mm. Um, something I'm very grateful to have experienced. Mm -hmm. it, de mm. it definitely sounds that way. Uh, you mentioned earlier that the women that you serve, I think you said uh, you're on a farm of some kind. Did I hear that correctly? That's where the treatment yeah. place is. Can you tell us a little bit more about that place where you practice and also what maybe a typical week looks like, look like, looks like for you, you know, how many mothers mm -hmm. you're supporting and how often you see each one and, and maybe, yeah, we'll start with that. So the farm and what a typical yeah. week looks like for you. Sure. Um, so this farm property, it's a beautiful property in the Adelaide Hills um, where there's a small yoga studio that's been built on the property. And so generally I go to the mothers to give postpartum home visits and tend to them in early postpartum. And once babes have grown a little and are able to be in the care of others when mothers might be starting to sort of find their identity outside of motherhood again. Um, there's the farm space that they're able to come to if they wish. So I'm there once a week and mothers come and receive treatments there and it's just a beautiful, peaceful space. It feels very sattvic in nature, very harmonious and pure. And the treatment space is surrounded by floor-to-ceiling windows that overlook the paddocks on the farm. Mm, um, so beautiful. it's a very, very special space for mothers as they come out of that very early postpartum period. Um, but for those first six weeks especially, and even those first few months, um, I go to the mothers because, of course, that's the time when mother and baby are needing to be together and there's not that need or want so much for that, um, oh, that time alone. Mm. Yeah. So when they come to the farm, they are alone for how long whilst the babies are being cared for for somebody else? About two hours. So mm. we'll always start with a conversation over a cup of tea about how they're going and what they're experiencing in postpartum um, and if I am meeting them for the first time we'll speak into the birth and um, from there we move into the treatment it's treatments often begin with an abhyanga massage to pacify any excess barter present and we then usually move into the womb basti and finish with the traditional postpartum belly bind um, and end with a nice warm cup of tea and sharing of stories and experiences. 
Um, so they're very, very beautiful times shared with the mother. Mm-hmm. Something that I feel like would do all day, every day. But you said you're at the farm once a week, is that right? Yeah, just yeah. once a week. And then the other days of the week, I'm in person with mothers in their homes. And that's in those those early weeks of postpartum, those first 40 days. Mm-hmm. And I was curious, and on the farm, is it purely Ayurvedic um, wellness that's practiced there or are there other practitioners in this, on the same space that are doing other treatments yeah. for new mums? Yeah, there are other practitioners in this space from many, many different realms of spiritual practice and different lineages. It's primarily a Kundalini yoga mm-hmm. studio. Hi everyone, I'm just interrupting our conversation very briefly to tell you about my Intuitive Doula Mentoring Program, which is my signature mentoring container for fellow doulas that is a nine-month journey to help you develop more trust in your intuition and your unique offerings as a doula so you can build your own heart-led business with the confidence that you need to thrive. But it's actually so much more than that as well. It's a program that explores how to work on yourself, how to work with clients, how to work with others, how to work with balance, how to work with boundaries, and how to work with intuition. And as I said, it's a nine-month program with live fortnightly calls. So it's 18 live group calls and interspersed with 18 videos that are shared, learning videos on topics within the framework that I just outlined. So the Intuitive Doula is perfect for you if you've completed your doula certification and are excited to support families to have more positive experiences, but you're not really sure how to take what you've learned and put it into practice with confidence. You might feel like you're trying to tick all of the boxes or deliver the same results for each family or even turning up with a curriculum to your visits rather than walking into your visits with an open heart and an open mind and just trusting that the connection and the intuition will guide you to know how to support the families that you're working with. You're probably craving a deep and meaningful connection also with other doulas who are working in the space and that you will certainly find in the intuitive doula. In fact, the women who journeyed through the program in 2023 described it as a course and a women's circle all tied into one. It was a really beautiful space. It's a safe circle of women and doulas to explore some of the really tricky and challenging topics of our work. And it's an intimate container. It's a small group. We meet for a long time and we really get to know each other well. So it's it's an opportunity to peel back the layers of our self-limiting beliefs and to be held accountable for those as we journey into the world of being better doulas in business. Um, so if you're interested to know more about the Intuitive Doula Program, please reach out to me um, at hello at marygiordano.com.au. You can also find that in the show notes. The 2024 program, the nine-month program, is starting in early March. So I'm calling out for some beautiful doulas that are called to join this cohort with me and with a group of others uh, to journey together. So if you're interested, get in touch as soon as possible. Thank you so much. And here we will return to the show.
I was I was curious also what so when you visit people in homes, how long how long do you work for people? So for how many months will you support mm-hmm. them? You said maybe you're visiting them in the home for three months before they come to the farm. So what does yeah, yeah what do you sort of what's your package, I guess, just so people can get a feel for the way that you work? How long yeah. do you support people for with how many visits per week for how long? Sure. Um so it it really depends on what the mother's wanting. I will usually, in terms of postpartum support for those first 40 days in the first six weeks, and I'll visit once or twice a week. Um, and then beyond that, it's dependent on whatever the mother is hoping for. Um, for some mothers, I've continued with weekly home visits for as long as they felt to receive. Um, For some, we moved to fortnightly and then monthly visits. And for some, just those first 40 days was all that they'd hoped to receive and all of it's so perfect. Um, And I'll usually spend three hours with the mother during a home visit and of course there's always room to stay a little longer which I often do flowing with the needs of baby as breastfeeding arises Um, and so in terms of the 40-day care and care in early postpartum before the visits begin the first visit will usually come on day three postpartum and for those first three to five days I prepare all the meals for the mother and their Ayurvedic meals to support early postpartum so I'll usually drop off a big meal package um, a day maybe a day after she's given birth and these meals are Um, For the first three days, very watery, liquidy and warm in nature and very simple. And we offer these meals um, so that for those first three days postpartum, the warmth and liquidy qualities of the meals will nourish what's known as rasa in Ayurveda, which is the first bodily tissue to be formed after digestion and when rasa is nourished vata that energy of air of spaciousness is pacified and so then on day three when the hormones drop and the breast milk comes the milk will come and flow with the sense of ease and it's beautifully supportive for the rest of her breastfeeding journey to have those specific meals in the first three to five days. So that period is largely focused on preparing for the breastfeeding journey ahead and pacifying any excess vata. Mm -hmm. From there, when we start the home visits, um, home visits, always vary for each visit depending on what the mother is needing Um, but usually they'll involve similar things where I'll bring along a basket of pre-made Ayurvedic meals for the mother and her family 
will take time for mother to share her birth story and to be heard. Um, any breastfeeding support can be offered from an Ayurvedic perspective. Mother will receive a Ayurvedic treatment. So for the first 10 days postpartum when I'm visiting, she'll receive just an Abhyanga massage and a belly bind. Um, and then from day 10 postpartum onward, she can receive the Abhyanga, the womb basti and the belly bind. We incorporate the womb basti with Abhyanga from day 10 because that's generally when the mother's digestion, her agni starts to strengthen slightly and so her body can handle the digestion of oil not only through the Abhyanga massage but also fasting. Um, prior to day 10, the digestive fire can be quite weak and so the Abhyanga is more than enough for her body to work on digesting that oil. Mm -hmm. um, and then aside from treatments, there'll be meals and teas warmed for her while she breastfeeds. There'll be light cleaning of the home and caring for baby if needed. And mother and father always have the option to be taught what's called Shishu Abhyanga, which is infant Abhyanga, so an Ayurvedic oil massage for the baby. And it's a very special way, particularly for the fathers, to have a means of bonding deeply with baby. Um, mother has the breastfeeding journey, and the father to have the shishu up younger. It's a beautiful form of connection. Mm. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, it does. It does sound like a beautiful way to connect for both of them, and in particular uh, the parent who's not feeding. Um, I'm curious to know if most of the clients that you serve are already familiar with Ayurvedic um, practices and wellness before you start working with them or if they have or if you've noticed um, some kind of sort of thread through the demographic of the people that hire you, if there's a common thread and who is it that's, that you're actually serving and reaching in your community? It's very much a mixture of both women and families who are familiar with Ayurveda and who live out a lot of Ayurvedic practice in their life. Um, but I've also had quite a few mothers who have never heard of Ayurveda before that some express just feeling that intuitive sense of knowing that that's what's needed or wishing to to learn about Ayurveda um, and how it can support their postpartum. So it's been a beautiful mix of those who already understand and those who are willing to learn and to be open-minded and receive as well. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm. So just to finish up, I know you're early in your business journey, uh, in the first year in fact, um, but I do like to ask people where what your vision is for the future in your business. and. So if you have an idea of where you want this this work of yours to lead you and, and maybe what you want it to look like at some point in the future. Yeah, I'm, I've been asked that quite a bit actually by um, 
fellow donors and even clients about what my hopes are. And I find myself, when I think about it, just feeling so incredibly content with where this work has currently landed me. And I feel, yeah, just very content in allowing it to continue to unfold as it is. Um, I've recently started working with mothers to assist in preparing them for birth from an Ayurvedic perspective. And I would love to continue that and to see where that leads. Um, next year I'll be studying to be a birth attendant and support women in birth. And I guess in terms of a long-term goal, I have this dream that feels somewhat far, but I'm sure I'll slowly chip away at it, where I would love to one day, I see it happening when I am a mother myself and have my own family, to have a farm property where women can come to give birth and to stay with their families on the property for those first 40 days postpartum to receive Ayurvedic postpartum care. Um, yeah, that's, I think, my long-term goal. But for now, I'm just very content and happy mm -hmm. continuing to flow as I am. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's it's beautiful to hear of the long-term vision whilst also being very much in rhythm with the current unfolding, which you're not directing but just receiving or being in flow with. And I think that that work, that this work, for it to be, yeah, to feel good, it needs to be in alignment, it needs to be in flow because it's really hard to do otherwise. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I had another question. Oh, Oh, just briefly, oh, the birth, you said you were going to train to be, become a birth stooler next year. Mm. Do you know what, is it, is there a particular kind of training that you've already identified or do you know who you'll be doing the training with? Yeah, so training again with Soma Shakti led by Danny. Um, and the course is to be a birth keeper, so someone who can attend births and support women emotionally. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that and seeing where that will take me on this birth work journey. Beautiful. It'd be lovely to hear from you again and maybe uh, in the future at some point um, mm -hmm. to see where you're at then. Do you have any mm -hmm. questions at all for, for me or comments for the audience or thoughts for anyone who might be considering becoming a Ayurvedic postpartum doula? Mm, I would say for anyone considering taking on this sort of profession it is one of the most beautiful things you can be a part of i feel um to spend your days in devotion to motherhood and tending to the mother is something so divine and powerful and for mothers hoping to receive it's very much worth um 
Yeah, taking on a doula, postpartum doula, and receiving that care. It's something that all mothers deserve to receive and all women deserve to experience. Um, yeah, it's just a very beautiful thing to be a part of. There's, it's difficult to put words to it um, other than beauty. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that would be it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, beauty, I, I think of um, the beauty, but also the the like potential for the cultural shift of understanding the importance of caring for mothers who are new and seasoned <laughs> um, and being part of that cultural shift is really important and um, it's, a big, it's a big responsibility but it's one that hopefully many women in future generations will benefit from so yeah. we're all in that together yeah absolutely thank you so much for your time Siobhan thank you for having me Mary it's a real real pleasure and very humbling to be a part of this offering beautiful thank you I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Siobhan. It's always really intriguing to me to speak with younger women who are in this space of birth keeping or mother, mother tending, um, particularly when they haven't been on the journey yet themselves. It intrigues me to, to know how they land on this path. But as Siobhan says, um, hers is a path of devotion and it's very much something that has sort of serendipitously just unfolded um, on her journey. So. It's really lovely to hear of the whole, wholesome ways that she supports the mothers in her community and the models that she talked about of care are really interesting to reflect on and of things that we can do in other in our own communities as well. I, I really love the farm concept. <laughs> so thank you for listening um, on the Whole Dollar Podcast and we'll be back with another episode in two weeks' time. <laughs>